For this series, I create, present, and aggregate historical content for all to enjoy. When aggregating relevant materials, I peruse the many sources to identify what might be interesting to share with you. In the case of a pertinent audio recording, I listen to it many times before editing to fit my style and hopefully satisfy my audience. When I do turn to outside sources, I always provide attribution info during the program or in the show notes. Welcome to Historical Jesus. I'm Mark Vinette. When were the four canonical Gospels written? Can scriptural authentication help establish the chronology of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Let's listen as Christian apologist, theologian, and podcaster Jimmy Aiken concludes presenting his case for when the Gospels were written. And that brings us to the last of the Gospels, John. What can we say about when it was written? Just a few points. First, like the Synoptic Gospels, John does not refer to the fall of Jerusalem or the destruction of the temple in AD 70 as past events. However, it's harder to make a case from this that John was written before 70 because, unlike the Synoptics, it does not contain a straightforward prediction of the temple's destruction. It does allude to it, it seems, in John 2.19, when Jesus is speaking, and also in John 11.48, when Caiaphas is speaking, but Jesus' reference is only implicit, and the high priest is only speculating. So, in neither case does Jesus outright say that the temple will be destroyed, as he does in the synoptics. Without an explicit prophecy of the temple's destruction, we would not expect a prophetic fulfillment notice, and so the fact John doesn't give us one would only amount to a kind of weak argument from silence. But there is a verse which does imply a pre-70 date in John chapter 5, where John says, Now there is in Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate a pool, in Hebrew called Bethzatha, which has five porticos. The Greek word here for is, esten, or esti, is present tense, indicating a present state of affairs. So John is saying that the pool Bethzatha, also known as Bethesda, with its five porticos, exists in Jerusalem at the time he's writing. It is there in Jerusalem, meaning right now. He would not have made this claim after Jerusalem fell, for as the Jewish historian Josephus reports, the Roman general Titus ordered the whole city and the temple to be razed to the ground, leaving only the loftiest of the towers, Phasael, Hippicus, and Mariamne, and the portion of the wall enclosing the city on the west. Yeah, in fact, Josephus elsewhere goes on to say that if a traveler who had been to Jerusalem before came back, he would be like, where's the city? It had been so thoroughly razed. John 5.2, that's the verse we quoted, therefore gives us reason to hold that the gospel is written before the destruction of Jerusalem in A.D. 70. And if this is correct, A.D. 70 would then serve as the upper boundary for when John was composed. And then what about the lower boundary? The early church fathers commonly regarded John as the last of the gospels to be written. The work itself doesn't say that, but its last verse at least hints that several other Gospels were written previously, when John says, 
But there are also many other things which Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. This suggests that John was aware of several previous books about Jesus' deeds, and these likely included one or more of the canonical Gospels. In fact, I think they included at least two. There is quite good evidence that John knew the Gospel of Mark. In fact, there is evidence that he used Mark as a template around which to organize his own Gospel. That's something I've argued on my page on the synoptic problem. It's also argued by the British scholar Richard Baucom in his chapter, John for Readers of Mark, in his other excellent book, The Gospels for All Christians. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. There are also reasons to think that John knew Luke's gospel. I have been struck by the way John seems to expand upon events mentioned in Luke, particularly in the resurrection narratives. For example, Luke writes, Peter rose and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves, and he went home wondering at what had happened. This is then expanded on in John chapter 20, where John gives us a fuller account of Peter and the beloved disciple running to the tomb and what they saw. Similarly, Luke states, And while they still disbelieved for joy and wondered, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate before them. This is then expanded on in John 21, where John tells us that the place Jesus ate the fish was by the Sea of Galilee after the disciples had gone fishing. So if John was written after Mark and Luke, that would put John sometime after the release of Luke in 59, but before the destruction of the temple in 70. In other words, in the AD 60s. Can we narrow it down any further? There's one additional factor that may help us date the gospel. Towards the end, Jesus tells Peter, Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you girded yourself and walked where you would. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish to go. John then adds, This he said to show by what death he, Peter, was to glorify God. This is commonly understood, especially when it's translated this way, to mean that John's gospel was written after Peter's martyrdom in A.D. 65 or 66, and John was looking back on the event. But there is a good reason to question that. Most English translations of this verse, John 21, 19, make it sound like Peter's martyrdom is a past event. They speak of the death by which he was to glorify God. But that's not what the Greek says. The Greek text actually has the future tense for the verb at this point. 
The relevant verb is doxase, which means he will glorify or he shall glorify. Therefore, some of the most literal translations render the passage like this. And this he said, signifying by what death he shall glorify God. I'm uncertain why most translations render the passage the way they do. I think it's likely simply because of the prevalent view among translators that John was written after Peter's death, and so they translate the verb with the past tense, even though in Greek it's the future tense. But if the more literal translation is correct, it would appear that Peter's martyrdom is in the future at the point that John is writing, or at least that it occurred so recently that John hasn't yet received news of Peter's martyrdom. If so, the latest possible date for John's gospel thus would be within a few weeks or months of Peter's martyrdom, and that would leave us in the 65 to 66 time frame. In view of the above, I estimate that John's Gospel was written between the publication of Luke and the martyrdom of Peter in 65 or 66, so I reckon it as approximately A.D. 65. So, Jimmy, what's your bottom line on the dating of the Gospels? From the faith perspective, the exact dates at which the Gospels were written doesn't matter because they were all written in the apostolic age and thus within the period of public revelation. That's true even if you accept the conventional dates that most scholars use. From the reason perspective, the exact dates of the Gospels also don't matter because the Gospels are biographies and the date when a biography is written doesn't ultimately matter. What does matter is whether the person writing it was competent and had good sources. And each of the four Gospel writers was competent and they had good sources because the evidence shows they were basing their writings on eyewitness testimony. Finally, while the conventional dates for the Gospels between A.D. 65 and 95 would be fine with me if that's where the evidence pointed, I think the evidence actually points to the Gospel and Acts being written earlier. I think Mark was written approximately A.D. 55, Luke was written approximately A.D. 59, Acts was written approximately A.D. 60, Matthew was written approximately A.D. 63, and John was written approximately A.D. 65. It thus appears to me that the historical books of the New Testament, meaning the Gospel and Acts, were written in the span of about a decade, between A.D. 55 and 65, just 22 to 32 years after the crucifixion, clearly within living memory and not very long ago. Thank you for the wonderful comments, messages, ratings, and reviews. All of them are regularly posted for your reading pleasure on patreon.com slash markvinette. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body which decreases as we age. Taking Calatrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calatrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply, and this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. 
buy the 90-day supply, and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605.